Welcome, everybody, to a brand new show on the Keeping Carlson podcast feed that I am dubbing the Matchup Maximizer. I'm your host, Elon Dubrovsky, and I'm taking a shot at one of these solo shows like our friend Dave Betton did for a while on our feed, The Stream Scheme. Uh, as we've mentioned on some previous shows, The Stream Scheme is in hiatus, but I figured I can still come in and give the listeners something on your Saturday nights slash Sunday mornings to help you prepare for the future. The basic point of this show is going to be as follows, okay? I'm going to take a look, first of all, at the games coming up on Sunday, because a lot of you listening may be in close matchups, and you need that one final ad to get yourself over the top, and you're looking at all the available free agents and trying to figure out, like, what can I do on Sunday to, you know, maximize my chances of winning? And also, what I like to think is if you could even add someone for Sunday that'll help you win that matchup and will also be useful for you for next week, even better, right? As opposed to having to drop the person Monday morning. So that's going to be the first half of the show. And the second half of the show is I'm going to like dive in to next week's schedule. Just point out, you know, which teams have really good schedules, which teams have really bad schedules to help you pinpoint who you're going to want to add to your team to maximize your chances of winning your weekly matchups. This is obviously a show for people who are playing head to head. If you're in a season long league where you just count the total points, you're not going to care so much about what's happening today and tomorrow and next week. You just want to know which players are the best. And obviously, Brian and I will have you covered for that on our Sunday mega show, which will be coming out, uh, I don't know, 12 hours, whatever, 24 hours from when you're listening to this. Um, so let's get started, okay? And we'll, we'll see how this goes. This is The Maiden Voyage. Uh, the name even, I just came up with it. I was chatting with like Brian and with John Reed, and we were like throwing around different ideas. I came up with Matchup Maximizer because, and I'm trying to be literal here and tell you like, what's the point of this show? It's to maximize your chances of winning your matchups. Uh, but obviously I'd be interested in feedback of like another name. And also if you even think this is worthwhile for me to keep doing every Saturday night, I'm recording this now at 11.40 p.m. Eastern on Saturday night. So most of the games are over. We still have got Edmonton versus Colorado and L.A. versus Vegas going on Phoenix Copley once again. <laughs> Another big game. He's awesome. But okay, we're not going to talk about him because he's not playing tomorrow. So let's focus on the games happening tomorrow. So Sunday, January 8th. Uh, and we'll uh, try to point out, like I said, some players that you may want to target if you're looking for that final ad. So first off, let's look at the Vancouver Canucks versus the Winnipeg Jets. They're playing at 3 p.m. Uh, so you might not even listen to this in time. 3 p.m. Eastern time, so an afternoon game. And if I were to guess... I would think that Vancouver is probably going to play Colin Delia in net. He's been really good lately. He has three wins and a 9.33 save percentage in his four games this season. He's probably still available in the majority of leagues. So in a lot of leagues, like the Cupful, the Keeping Carlson Alter Patron Fantasy League, you you probably are best off streaming in a, a goalie. That's where you can get the most points if you think they're going to have a good game. And so Colin Delia has been really good. I, he's not confirmed yet. They could also play Spencer Martin. If it's Spencer Martin, I wouldn't play him. He's been really weak lately. Got destroyed by the Islanders on Tuesday, but I might be interested in trying out Colin Delia for the Canucks versus the Jets. Um, if you wanted to stream in a player from Vancouver, Ilya Mikhaev, only 5% rostered on Yahoo, and he was practicing today with Horvat and Besser, and he had two assists in the last game versus Colorado. So Mikhaev, probably available. Also, Vancouver has a pretty decent schedule next week. They play Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Unfortunately, Thursday and Saturday are super busy days. You probably won't fit them in there, but you might be able to fit them in on your Tuesday and then your Sunday. So obviously you have to check your lineups for next week. But like a Vancouver stream wouldn't be too bad. Actually, same with Winnipeg. Winnipeg also has a really good schedule next week. Tuesday, Thursday, and then Friday, Sunday. 
So potentially your Winnipeg stream is also someone you'll be able to get in three times next week, or, or maybe two, depending on how busy you are on Tuesday. Looking at some players you may be able to pick up from Winnipeg. Uh, I don't know. There's not too many options, actually. Like, probably Hellebuck's going to play. So you're not going to be able to get a goalie. I'd be really surprised if they play Riddick. Um, the lines, since Ehlers and Wheeler have come back, and Perfetti. So we've got Connor, Dubois, Ehlers, and Wheeler, Shifley, Perfetti. That's what they ran in the win over Tampa. I guess like the only one that's likely available to you is Cole Perfetti, who's super cold right now, and he didn't do much in his return game. No points, only two shots. But yeah, I mean, he's a high pedigree rookie, so you could take a shot on him. I think I'd probably go Mikhaev over Perfetti, but uh, I, I could see reasons to go Perfetti. All right, next up, we've got the Panthers playing Dallas at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I don't think you're going to be able to stream in a goalie for this game. Uh, Bobrovsky and Ettinger would be my guesses of who's going to play there. Neither of them is confirmed. Uh, I don't think we have any goalies confirmed, actually, for tomorrow, except for, uh, I guess, the Leafs are almost for sure going to play Matt Murray. And I think Swayman was confirmed for Boston. Anyways, we'll, we'll get to there. Anyways, let me, let me see on track here. So Florida versus Dallas. Uh, Florida is a tough team to stream from. They've been running a stack top line of Barkov, Haggy, and Kachuk. Uh, that's what they ran for the 3-2 win over Detroit. And then Bennett, Reinhardt, and Lusterinen. So I guess you could stream in Lusterinen, though he's been ice cold. Actually, a player who's really hot on Florida right now is Eric Stahl. So if you want to, he's been on like the fourth line playing with Ryan Lomberg and Giovanni Smith. But Stahl has three goals and two assists in his last three games. Uh, only five shots to get those three goals. Definitely not sustainable. Uh, but if you want to try to run that fun hot streak from, you know, one of uh, the classic NHL players from the 2010s, you know, like he, he was a star for a long time. Uh, I, I wouldn't stream him in. Also, Florida only plays Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So it's not like this is going to be someone who's going to help you next week. Uh, same with Dallas, actually. Also Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And Dallas is also like not a really fun team to stream from you know you could grab like a marchman or a wyatt johnson who could always do something but yeah i, I don't know i'd rather go with one of those uh vancouver or winnipeg guys like mikhaev and perfetti like i said because they might be also holds for next week or just grab the goalie go go grab delia um of the teams we talked about so far but okay next up we've got the columbus blue jackets versus the washington capitals at 5 p.m eastern time columbus just pulled off a big win today over the Carolina Hurricanes, winning 4-3 to three in overtime, or the shootout, actually. So, really exciting. Uh, the goalie that I think is their clear best goalie at this point, Brian and I sometimes bicker a little bit about this. But I think he's, he's come to my side at this point. How can you not? Eunice Corposalo, huge game today. Stopped 39-42. So, I guess that means Elvis Merz-Lickens is going to get the start. And probably you could add him for this game if you wanted to get Elvis versus Washington I probably would pass personally he led in six goals in the last game versus Washington earlier this week it, it was not pretty and uh, he's just had a bad season overall so I would stay away I think from Elvis Merzlikens I guess you could stream in uh, Columbus Skater though because I do think that they are they're doing pretty well at least so the lines for today they ran Goudreau with Kent Johnson and Bemstrom, and then Nyquist with Roslovic and Line, and also Marchenko is playing on a line with Sillinger and Carson Mayer and Kirill Marchenko. Huge game in this win over Carolina. He scored the hat trick, had eight shots, only played 13 minutes, 54 seconds, second power play time. But two of his goals came on that second power play. Uh, so, yeah, both assisted by Kent Johnson, by the way, who you'd think it's bad for him. He's been bumped. He was on the top power play for a lot of the time. But the top power play in this game versus Carolina was Goudreau, Line, Roslovic, Nyquist, then Marcus Bjork. Uh, they're going back to him on defense. They actually scratched 
Adam Bokvist, which, you know, doesn't, doesn't really surprise me considering what Bokvist has done, which is absolutely nothing. Uh, so anyway, I guess Marcus Bjork is also someone you could stream in if you wanted to try to get a top power play guy for tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, anyways, the second power play produced today. Um, if we're looking for tomorrow, it's hard not to just want to stream in, you know, Marchenko after getting a hat trick. But yeah, you have a lot of options of Columbus guys, right? So like in terms of players who are not rostered in a lot of leagues, yeah, you could go for your Roslovic. Uh, Nyquist, uh, you know, Kent Johnson, you know, take your pick. Uh, but Columbus also doesn't have a great schedule next week. Only uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So like all busy days. So uh, maybe you want to go for another team, though it's, you know, tempting to obviously to go for someone who just had a hat trick. So I, I you know, wouldn't be mad at you for just trying out uh, Marchenko and seeing if he can keep it up. He's also like a super high pedigree guy coming from the KHL. Okay, so they're playing the Washington Capitals. who have a lot of excitement around them. Nicholas Backstrom and Tom Wilson are both going to be returning. I haven't seen practice lines yet to know where everyone's going to line up uh but obviously if, if you can get like a backstrom or a tom wilson out of free agency then that's a great stream not only for you know tomorrow but also for the rest of the season potentially uh washington doesn't act, have a great schedule at all next week though they play wednesday saturday so maybe if you're not getting one of them and you're getting another more fringe capital streamer then that might just be someone you're grabbing for sunday and again, I don't know the line combos right now. So I don't know if Connor Sherry is going to be sticking with Ovechkin. He's been really good lately. He's like shot up in his percent rostered on Yahoo lately with his hot streak. Uh, TJ Oshie could be good. Like, I think he'll be he's still on the top power play. So if he's available, he's a great guy to stream in and potentially to hold. You've got Dylan Stroh who might get bumped to the bottom six. So hard to say if he'll still be worth holding, but he's been pretty good. Um, so yeah, you'll have a few options there. Anthony Mantha, for some reason, just continues to not really do anything. He's Even in your deep leagues, he might be available. And he did have like a modest points. He had three games in a row with a point, but then nothing in the last game versus Nashville. Though he did have a couple shots, a couple hits, a couple blocks. So he didn't give you nothing. But yeah, so those would probably be your best options over in Washington. Oh, and in net, I mean, they're probably going to play Kemper, right? That would be my guess. Uh, so he's obviously not going to be available in any of your leagues. Uh, next up, we've got the Calgary Flames versus the Chicago Blackhawks starting at 7 p.m. Calgary could actually be a pretty interesting team to stream someone from just because they've been spreading out those lines a little bit, giving some low percentage guys uh, chances to play with some good players. So you've got Kadri and Huberdo playing on a line with Milan Lucic lately, though Lucic somehow doesn't do anything even though he's with those guys he did score a goal though in that last game versus the islanders and it's a good spot he's getting fed by some good players there in Kadri and huberdo i don't think he's someone i would stream in though i should mention calgary is playing only on tuesday thursday saturday again next week like a lot of teams right so this is not someone you're going to want to hold uh maybe if like Pani has been dropped he's someone you can look at he's been playing on a line with coleman and backland maybe even backland is someone i'd be more interested in backland on a really nice streak he had a goal and eight shots in a win over Winnipeg earlier in the week and then he had an assist in that win over the Islanders so I guess yeah Manjipani Backlund you could also take uh, Dylan Dubé who's been playing with Lindholm and Toffoli Dubé's only rostered in 11% of leagues he's not really been doing much lately so that would be more of a play of someone who's cold uh, he doesn't take too many shots he's pretty good for hits so if your league counts out that's pretty good I think probably I would go Backlund of all of these guys just I love those shots lately you know me I'm a sucker for that he had yeah, like I said eight shots versus Winnipeg then three shots versus the Islanders he had five shots also in the previous game 
uh, versus Vancouver. So Backlund is he's on a bit of a scorcher right now in terms of the shots on goal, which means there's a decent chance at least one of them will go in. So those would be some interesting guys to maybe stream in there. Uh, obviously, you're not going to get Markstrom. I, I assume Markstrom is going to play, and so you're probably not going to be able to add him. Uh, so the, anyways, we've got this game, the Calgary versus Chicago. So if you want to take a chance, there is a goalie on Chicago, Alex Stalock, kind of like pulling a Colin Delia and, and stealing the job here for now. Stalock has been like fantastic, actually, since he's come back from his injury. He shut out the Arizona Coyotes in Chicago's last game, stopping 22 in the previous game versus Tampa Bay. He took a loss, but he did stop 25 of 28 against a really strong team in a 4-1 loss. Uh, I guess... Stalock, if you look at his overall save percentage on the season, it's 921. So I guess the numbers speak for themselves. And you would say, well, but he's on Chicago. He's, he's at risk of being blown up. But if you just look, like he hasn't been blown up like very much this season. He had one like really terrible game versus Edmonton back in October. And since then, he hasn't let in more than three goals. And he's even had a couple gems in there. So I don't know if Stalock, like he might actually be a good guy to grab for this game. And if your league is deep enough where you need goaltending, I think he's taken over as the starter for Chicago. So I don't know. It's a pretty deep cut, but like maybe a decent stream for tomorrow. He's not confirmed. Like I said, like most people aren't confirmed, but I'd imagine, like, what do they do? Unless they're like, I guess, really trying to tank and then they could give it to Morazic. But you've got to imagine they're going to go back to Stalock after the shutout versus Arizona. Uh, as far as skaters on Chicago, I mean, if Patrick Kane still isn't playing, it's just so hard to imagine anyone being worth rostering. Like, I'm not even going to really go through the lines here, but like, sure, grab like a Max Domi. He had an assist in that 2 nothing win over Arizona. I guess Jonathan Taves is probably out there in a lot of leagues. He also had an assist in that game. Maybe this is the type of team where you'd rather just stream a D from. Like Jake McCabe has been really solid for hits and blocks. So if you're in a categories league, you just get a lot of points for these peripherals. Jake McCabe actually had a goal in the last game in five shots. So he's only 3% rostered. So those, are, those would be the options I guess I would be looking at most over on Chicago. And then... Uh, yeah, so that's Calgary versus Chicago. Let's take a look at the next game now. There's a lot of games. I feel like when I'm going to be doing this podcast normally, it'll be like a light Sunday load like it normally is. And so it won't take me so long just on this first half. Uh, but okay, next up, uh, we've got Pittsburgh versus Arizona. Uh, Casey DeSmith will probably play for Pittsburgh with Tristan Jari still injured. We'll talk about, obviously, that injury and what's going on in the net in Pittsburgh on the next episode. But as uh, a sneak peek, DeSmith has not been good lately at all. He led in five goals in the loss to Vegas in uh, Pittsburgh's last game. Uh, overall in the season, he has a 907 save percentage, which, which isn't bad, but it's been a while since he's won a game. He hasn't won a game since December 10th now. And since then, he's played four times and led in, well, okay. Well, I, I guess he came in relief for Jari versus Boston and led in only two goals on uh, 21 shots. That's not terrible. Uh, anyways, Casey DeSmith is, m- might be out there and you might want to grab him. Uh, and so, yeah, I don't know. Like I, For some reason, I'm kind of more feeling like Alex Stalock for tomorrow, but maybe that's dumb. Maybe you just grab DeSmith because he's on a better team. Uh, Chris Letang's still out like with his uh, family mourning his his father uh so that's obviously going to make it a little bit harder for pittsburgh though if you want to stream in a defenseman in the meantime that's on the top power play i guess yeah you you probably take a look at ty smith who's been playing on that top power play in pittsburgh with letang out and he's been i don't know he scored a goal in the last game versus vegas and so 
you know, it wasn't even on the power play. Uh, he And he played 23 minutes and 36 seconds, which is pretty good considering his previous game, he only played like 10 minutes. So, and he had four shots. So maybe the coach is starting to like Ty Smith a little bit better. So maybe I would like check game day lines before adding him in to confirm he's like not getting scratched and to see if he's still on the top power play. But uh, Ty Smith is definitely someone that could be an interesting stream. Pittsburgh plays Tuesday and then Friday, Saturday next week. So you got that one off day game, but probably you're going to drop your Pittsburgh ad, especially if you can't fit them in on Tuesday. I guess if you can fit them in on Tuesday, then you stream them in. Any of these guys that I said that play Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, if you could fit them Tuesday, you could always like then drop them Wednesday morning for a streamer for next week, which we'll get into you know in the second half of the show here if we ever get through all of these games uh, other like low percent rostered players on pittsburgh that are doing well there's not really any i don't know jeff carter has actually been okay lately he had a three-game point streak that just was halted in that game over vegas so i guess if you want a low percent rostered guy that's not ty smith and not casey to smith on, on pittsburgh then yeah i guess jeff carter is probably the one that you would look at and i'll just bring up the line combo super quickly Looks like Carter's been centering Kasperi Kapanen and Danton Heinen on the third line. And by the way, Gensel and Crosby have been back with uh, Rust, and Ricard Raquel's been bumped to the Malkin Zucker line. So that's probably something Brian and I should talk about. Raquel, I guess, a little bit cold, and, and don't love to see that demotion, though he's still on the top power play. Uh, okay, so that would be who you would stream over on Pittsburgh. And then if you're going to Arizona, I mean, we all know how Arizona is. It's it's risky. Probably Vemelka will play. He's been actually pretty cold lately. Brian and I will talk about him on the next show, but he's probably even still like not available. Maybe if he's been dropped in your league like now might be a good time to get him you know because i still think he's a good goalie so finally you know you're on arizona it's gonna be tough to put together a lot of good games but if like his manager is getting frustrated and drops vaymelka i would just grab him because i would expect him to go back to his full season numbers which generally have been pretty reliable and you're gonna get a lot of like games and a lot of saves at least out of him um, and, and then as far as the skaters, I mean, we talk about it on the show, I feel like all the time, like all these like random guys on Arizona that are doing things like aside from, you know, Chikrin and Keller and Gosses Bear and Nick Schmaltz. Well, I mean, somehow Nick Schmaltz is actually still only 23% rostered. So obviously grab him and like hold him, I think, if he's still available in your league. Otherwise, yeah, stream in Lawson Krauss, stream in, I don't know, Nick Ritchie actually is on a bit of a run right now. Looking at the lines here, it's been uh, Kraus playing with Bjogstad and Michael Carconi, uh, and then Keller, Schmaltz, and Jack McBain, who I don't even know who this person is. And uh, I'm going to have to check. He, he hasn't gotten many points since he's played 38 games this season, but now he's in a good spot. Uh, no points in his last couple of games. But that's you want to take a swing on someone playing with some good players. Arizona does have a four-game schedule next week, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. So maybe you'll hold your Arizona guy. I mean, the only guy I'd really hold, obviously, aside from Schmaltz, if you can get him, is, is maybe like Lawson Krause. He's been like pretty solid all season long, and, and that hasn't changed lately. Actually, he is pointless in his last three games. Before that, he had a bit of a streak, and he has been taking at least some shots in these last three. I mean, it is Arizona, so you're always at risk of them getting shut out like they did via Alex Daylock, like I mentioned before. All right, next up, coming up on Sunday. We still have uh, three games to go here. So St. Louis is playing at Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota and St. Louis both actually already played today, so we can just take a look at what they've been up to so far. Minnesota just had a real shootout versus the Buffalo Sabres. It was 6-5. to five. The Sabres won in overtime. And looking at Minnesota, you're looking at, like, Kalen Addison again, right? He had four shots and two assists. I know he's the type of guy that, like, a lot of people have been adding and then dropping out of frustration because he does nothing. But if you need a defenseman... 
like he's on the top power play, right? And he just had a good game. Uh, so I don't know. I feel like I would probably take a shot on Kalen Addison right now and hope that he can continue that hot streak. So Matt Zuccarello has been injured, right? So that's obviously not great for the team. Uh, that is really good for one person who is Matt Boldy, who was playing on the line with Kaprizov and Sam Steele. So Boldy's probably not available in your league. Uh, in, because he was already having a pretty decent season. But yes, you're going to look at him. Uh, Sam Steele, by the way, got on the top power play in this game versus Buffalo and was playing. So with Kaprizov, Boldy, Joel Eriksson-Eck, and Kalen Addison. And Sam Steele uh, had an assist in that game. Was that on the power play? Let me check here. I don't know. Uh, I'm just like, uh, it wasn't the power play. Yeah, I assisted on a Kaprizov power play goal assisted by Addison and Sam Steele. So if somehow Sam, like we've already been saying on the podcast for a while that you want to like just add Sam Steele, not only just stream him in when there's a good schedule, uh, because he was playing on the top line. And now if he's going to be on the top power play for a little bit, then yeah, I guess Steele at this point, still only 7% rostered. So yeah, that's my pick. That's probably my pick of the of the day if you if he's available for you yeah add him or kalen addison you probably won't be disappointed there if you can get one of those guys you could always grab like a freddie hockey for that uh sunday game he had an assist also today versus buffalo and in nets apparently philip gustafson is fine will be available to play sunday and so flurry played today so and also apparently he's taking a personal leave on sunday so uh, anyway, so Gustafsson, I'd imagine, will play, and he would be a great guy to stream in. He's been having a really good season, like Brian talked about on the last short shifts with Jeremy, who, by the way, great job, Jeremy and Brian, for filling in for that show. Uh, so, yeah, if you could stream in uh, Philip Gustafsson for that game, I think you'll be you'll be very happy. Uh, I wonder if other people already like beat you to the punch there. But yeah, St. Louis isn't too scary. Speaking of St. Louis, so they also played today and they also lost a high scoring game to uh, Eastern Conference team, losing five to four to the Montreal Canadiens. So obviously the Blues aren't going to be happy about that. Uh, it's going to be hard for them. Ryan O'Reilly's out. Tarasenko's out. Uh, another not great game for Jordan Binnington. So you could always stream in Thomas Grice, who I assume will get the start for this game versus Minnesota. Grice has uh, not played for a while. Last time we played, he led in four goals against Seattle. But before that, he had a good game versus Calgary, for what it's worth. I don't know. He's a, he's a risky play. Obviously, I'd rather Gustafsson if you can get him, especially against this struggling St. Louis team. But the Blues, you know, I don't know. So there are people here playing in the top six. Like, they've been loading up the top line. Kairu Buchnevich and Rob Thomas. You can't get any of them. And then Shen has been playing with Saad and Barbashev. So Brandon Saad scored a goal today versus Montreal. And Barbashev had an assist. I'm assuming it was maybe even on the Saad goal. Yeah, Saad from Shen and Barbashev. So I guess, you know, those would be the guys to target. Uh, maybe you could get Colton Pareko still, depending on how deep your league is. Not that I'm like so, so excited about Colton Pareko, but if you could use a D, uh, that's who I would go with for that game. Did I look at the schedules yet? Minnesota's Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and St. Louis next week, also Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So yeah, probably not a long-term stream here. All right, two games to go. Toronto is going to play against Philly. Uh, the Leafs played today as well, and they had a pretty like straightforward win against the Detroit Red Wings with uh, Ilya Samsonov in net, so probably Matt Murray will play for the Leafs tomorrow, and I can't imagine that he's available in most leagues. Matt Murray is, is going to be taken, and we'll see how he could do against the Flyers, who are on a bit of a hot streak right now. So not maybe the easiest matchup that you would have thought that it would be, uh, but in terms of streaming a player on Toronto, well... I mean, we talked about Callie Yarncroc on the show last week, and he's still been playing with Tavares 
and Mitch Marner. And if you look at Yarncroc, he did have an assist today, but he didn't do much for the rest of the week. So I picked him when I like guessed it on the final stream scheme last week. And I don't know, I think that's going to be a loss. So we'll see how what he does today. But probably you'll still stream in Cali Yarncroc over the other available Leafs if you wanted to stream in a Toronto player for this Sunday game. Like I guess there's that third line of Kerfoot, Kampf, and Engvall. And they were actually on a bit of a hot streak, but it looks like that finally ended today. And like, yeah, I don't think I would be jumping on any of these bottom sixers in Toronto. So yeah. Uh, and Rasmus Sandin, I think is pretty useless at this point, especially since the Leafs sometimes run a five forward power play. So it's even like Morgan Riley sometimes isn't on the power play. So definitely I wouldn't be jumping to Rasmus Sandin. Uh, so yeah, Leafs aren't a very exciting team to stream from unless you could get, yeah, Cali Yarncroft just because he's playing with Marner and Tavares. So even if he's cold, I'd be definitely be interested in him. Toronto next week plays Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. So probably if you're going to stream in someone, you just drop them anyways, and then maybe you could try to get them back on Wednesday. And then, like I said, Toronto is playing against the Philadelphia Flyers, who are an interesting team to me uh, to stream a player in for, like, first of all, Toronto's coming on a back-to-back, and so maybe they're going to be a little tired, and there's a lot of players available who have been doing pretty well like kevin hayes is down to 24 percent rostered and he's picked it back up right he had a goal and two assists in the win over arizona uh, a couple days ago uh he also had two assists in the win over anaheim so it looks like kevin hayes is i don't know i don't know if he's out of the doghouse or not but he's producing and that's all that matters if you get him scott lawton is on a crazy hot streak right now he's got points in five straight games including a bunch of goals uh then Owen Tippett has been good. JVR, not as good as I hoped he would be, but he did score a goal in that big win over Arizona, the 6-2 win. Uh, like I keep going like Morgan Frost is on a good streak and he's 4% rostered. Uh, he's got like a, like, like a very good streak. He had four assists in that game versus Arizona, which probably boosts him. And then he had a goal in the previous game versus Anaheim. Uh, Joel Faraby has not been doing nothing. He has goals in two straight games. Cam York, if you want a defenseman, York has assists in three straight games and he has like four assists in his last five. Uh, so if you need D, uh, you know, I, I've given you a few options. All these people I've been mentioning on Philly that you might want to add are all like Hayes is 24%, Lawton is 17%, and then Tippett and JVR and all those other people, Frost, Faraby, all, uh, York, all 10% or less rostered. So you could likely get any of them. So those would be interesting players to stream in. And also Philly has a great schedule next week. They start with Monday, Wednesday. So you get two off day games. And if then if you want to hold on to that person even longer, Philly plays five times the following week so yeah now is your definite chance to go get those philly guys and they'll help you out starting as soon as this sunday against toronto hopefully uh as far as in net i mean probably carter hart will play so you won't be able to add him okay then we have the final game tomorrow is boston versus anaheim okay and we know that jeremy swayman is going to play in net for boston because allmark played in boston's game on saturday this 3-2 win over the sharks actually that game's not over yet it's 3-2 currently uh allmark not having the most amazing game so far but obviously whatever we're, we're part way through and, and the bruins are winning so what are you going to do uh as far as boston goes and if you're going to stream in one of their players versus anaheim and john gibbs Gibson, who I assume will play and is probably not available. Gibson actually had a really good game in his last outing. So, you know, he he's hot and cold, but I would definitely take him over, like, 
who was I saying before? That's a goalie that I'd be too scared. Oh, like Thomas Grice or something, or even Casey DeSmith. I'd still take John Gibson if he's somehow out there and you want to get a goalie. Because he's, he's you know, the type of guy you, you probably still hold because he could always go on at least a bit of a run. He has a decent amount of volume at the very least. But anyways, okay, so talking about Boston here, looking at their lines. So like Brian and Jeremy talked about how Jake DeBrusque is injured, which has led to, uh, so for today's game versus San Jose, they've been loading up that top line with uh, Bergeron, Marshawn, Pasternak, just like old times leaving a Krejci to play with Taylor Hall and Pavel Zaka. You know, so I'm not going to recommend anyone else, right? And then, you know, on defense, you've got your McAvoy and Hampus Lindholm who are all rostered. So I guess we're back to saying maybe Pavel Zaka is someone interesting on Boston if you really want someone from this game. But I think that probably I've mentioned some other options that will be better for you. Uh, so yeah, I'll stick with that. Uh, Zaka's really not doing anything. So yeah, no really interesting streams here from Boston. And for next week, they only play Thursday, Saturday. So yeah, stay away from these uh, streamer Bruins. And finally, we have the Anaheim Ducks. If you haven't gotten Mason McTavish yet, go get him, I think. Brian and Jeremy talked about how he's on uh, the top line now, playing with Terry and Henrique. Uh, he had two goals and two assists versus San Jose, which obviously caused his percent roster to, to jump up a lot. He's now up to 18%, but that's still only 18%, right? And next week, unfortunately, Anaheim only plays Wednesday, Friday, but that is two off-day games. That's actually better, probably, than a lot of people playing Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, assuming you have full rosters on those like busy days. And you plus, you can always add McTavish, get the Wednesday-Friday games, and like him, it could be any Anaheim guy, right? And then if you really want to, you could always drop for Saturday, Sunday and grab someone like from Arizona who plays Saturday, Sunday or Carolina. So uh, I wouldn't like stay away from an Anaheim guy just because their schedule, specifically Mason McTavish. If he's available, I think like this is like, look, like if you recall last year, Trevor Zegers wasn't like rostered in leagues all season long. He was a kind of slow to start. He picked it up maybe a little bit earlier than around now, but like, you know, not too far away from like the new year. And then he now we know Trevor Zegers is like a mainstay, uh, a star in the league and someone that is rostered in all leagues basically and so mason mctavish could end up being that guy so i think yeah you probably want to jump on him and then if he's not available adam henrique grab him also he's playing on this line with mctavish and also on the top power play also with mctavish so that anaheim top power play is the same as it's been for a while henrique terry zegris mctavish and then cam fowler who yeah if you need d he's super boring but he, he gets a power play assist every now and then so he's an option uh, and then, yeah, I already gave you the schedule for Anaheim. Okay, so there's our look at Sunday. Hopefully, uh, you'll make the right ad. I'm not, like, giving you a specific pick here. You know, you're smart, you're listening. I've given you my thoughts on a bunch of players. You can make the final decision of who you want to stream, both based on how you think they're going to do for this Sunday game and then also how valuable this player will be. Because, you know, for me and whatever, like, sometimes this works out for me, sometimes it doesn't. I like to grab someone, like I said, who not only will help me in that game, but if they have a good game, there's a chance I might actually hold them. I guess, unless you're going for a goalie. Because with a goalie, if you're especially a backup goalie, you might as well just, like, you know, then stream that up for the next backup goalie. Okay, so let's take a quick break right now. This is a longer show than I expected it'll be. And when I come back, we're going to look at the schedule for next week, the week of January 9th to January 15th. So stay tuned. All right. Welcome back to the Matchup Maximizer podcast. I had to remind myself what the name of this is. Once again, this may be a bit of a work in progress, but hosted by myself, Elon Dubrovsky, an episode where I'm helping you to just make sure you're up to date on everything going on, both for the Sunday games coming up to hopefully win a close matchup and then to look ahead on some teams you may want to target for players you're going to stream in for next week. So we're at the second half of the show where we're looking at the schedule. And okay, if I'm just looking at who has the best schedule really quickly i'll just recap that you're going to want to have a team that 
plays a lot of games. But not only that, they need to be games where you'll actually be able to fit the player you add from that team onto your roster. So what I always do to start the week is I go, like if I'm on Yahoo or Fantrax or whatever, I set my roster for the week for every single day, Monday through Sunday. And then I look through and see, like if I see that already on Thursday and Saturday, which might be the case for you, uh, that I have like already some like forwards on the bench for those days, then obviously I'm not going to stream in another forward. Or if like all my forward spots are already filled, there's going to be no point streaming in a forward that you're not even going to be able to fit in for those days. So you're looking at players who play a lot and hopefully on light days so that they'll fit into your roster. And the team with the most light day games next week is the Edmonton Oilers. That's definitely a team in theory that you'd want to stream people from. They're obviously a tough team to stream from. Uh, They play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. It's a West Coast trip. They're playing LA, Anaheim, San Jose, and Vegas. So that's the best schedule, okay? But, of course, the question is, is there anyone worth grabbing on Edmonton? And that is a difficult question, for sure. They're playing right now against Colorado as I'm recording this. They're in the third period. I'm trying to do this late as possible, so I have, like, most of the Saturday results. But at some point, you know, I got to get started here. Uh, so it's 2-1 to one currently for Edmonton. Let's see who've gotten the goal. So Hyman from McDavid and Dreisaitl, then Hyman from Barry and Dreisaitl, both on the power play. So obviously, that's not helping us. The guy who's on the top line right now that's like new and kind of interesting is Klim Kostin. Um, so you could stream in Klim Kostin, I guess. He had a streak where he had two goals in one game and then one goal in the next game. Uh, then this past week, the last three games, nothing so far. We'll see if he could get anything versus Colorado. I'm going to be honest, even though Edmonton has this good schedule, I probably, like I'm not streaming in even like Yamamoto probably, uh, who's like on the sign now with McDavid. Obviously Blender, right? Like <laughs> I think last time we talked about Edmonton, Yamamoto was playing with Dreisaitl, whatever. Dreisaitl's been playing with RNH and Hyman. So those aren't streamable guys and you're not going to take anyone in the bottom six you're not gonna take a defenseman at this point probably if you have evan bouchard it's like oh my god like you probably should have let go like now you're thinking oh he has a good schedule so maybe i have to hold on to evan bouchard at least for this good schedule but honestly i don't know <laughs> i don't know I, i'd rather have like a kaylin addison at this point bouchard's now pointless in seven if uh, he continues to not get a point today so uh edmonton great schedule but not a good team for streaming unfortunately so then if we look at teams that play four times and have at least two light day games looks like we have three teams at our disposal montreal nashville and winnipeg who we already talked about earlier because winnipeg even also plays on sunday uh so we talked about your options on winnipeg which are basically like cole perfetti i guess uh maybe blake wheeler depending on if it's a really shallow league uh looking at montreal they go monday thursday and then saturday sunday so you've got monday and sunday as those light days and then nashville a little bit more tempting because they go monday wednesday thursday saturday so you can get the monday wednesday games and then you could always drop that nashville player and pick someone else up that maybe plays Friday and or Sunday or go for a goalie stream or something like that. So let's look at Nashville uh, and see like who you might want to stream from them. They have like a lot of random guys that have been getting points lately. So this is a good situation. It's kind of like Philly where they have players that are on like lines that you don't know if they're going to stick in that on that line and if they're going to keep producing, but they're doing pretty okay now. And if we look at the last game that Nashville played, which was, you know, on Friday, they were running with Niederreiter, Grandlin and Cody Glass, and then Forsberg with Colton Sissons and Yusuf Parsonen, and then uh, Janot with Ch- Thomas Novak and Trennan, and then Matt Duchesne with M- Ryan Johansson and Mark Jankowski. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if you think of the guys who might be available to you, 
You're looking at, you know, maybe like a Raijo who's only 15% rostered. He's had two assists in or in his last two games, one in each of those last couple of games, uh, including one in that win over Washington. Uh, he's kind of boring, but always someone who could do something. You know, he's, he's on a good line, like I said, playing with Duchesne. Uh, then you've got Nino Niederreiter, who Brian scoffed at how I said he was on a hot streak. I guess you're right. He's like, now he's again pointless in his last couple of games. So I'm not like too excited about Nino. But you could stream in Mike Mikhail Granland, who gets a lot of assists, but doesn't do too much else. He was pointless in the win over Washington. Before that, he had a four-game point streak. Uh, then, like, some of these, like, rookies or, or young guys, right? Like, Parsonen, he had an assist versus Washington, two assists versus Carolina. So that's three points in his last two games. He's kind of interesting. Like, he's playing with Forsberg, right? And uh, Colton Sissons, who... So, you know, I think Philip Forsberg is the best player on the team. And Sissons actually is also someone who's hot. Maybe you grab him instead of Parsonen. I don't know. Uh, five points in his last five games for Colton Sissons. So, yeah, there's a... You know, I'm not going to try to, like, pick which of these Nashville guys to stream in. But it looks like you have some options of guys that potentially could get points for you. And so you, you might want to take a look. Even on defense, uh, Matthias Ekholm is having, like, not a great season overall but he had two straight games with points recently against montreal and carolina and uh, he plays big minutes and he does play on the second power play so if you need d uh, though i guess if you're streaming someone who plays monday wednesday i'd probably just take a forward because you're gonna be able to fit in uh, a forward also uh so yeah i'd probably take one uh, unless i guess you need like specifically you're targeting like blocks and hits and ekholms can help you more than uh you know you parsonin or whatever uh, okay so that's that and then montreal like i said also has a couple of light day games so you can look at your Typical Montreal streamers at this point, uh, like at this point, Kirby Doc has been dropped in a lot of leagues. So you could always go back to him. Uh, I think Montreal has been going. So Montreal had this win, like I said today, against St. Louis, which I'm sure the Blues are very unhappy with. And Doc was centering again or playing with Suzuki and Caulfield. I guess Suzuki is probably the center. And Kirby Doc did score a goal. Uh, so you could always yeah take a shot back on him there was a stretch earlier in the year where i was like pause the pod grab this guy he's doing amazing uh he's really slowed down since then uh obviously you can't grab suzuki or caulfield and then like who else would you take on montreal if not one of those three who's hot i don't know josh anderson actually only four percent rostered he scored a goal today versus st louis he also he's had goal he's like alternated games between no points and a goal for his last six games so three goals in his last six games so actually and taking a decent number of shots he's decent for hits so maybe josh anderson is your next best bet if you're not going to take i'd probably even take josh anderson maybe over kirby doc which maybe i don't know is a weird thing to suggest but i just feel like i'd rather someone who shoots a little bit more even though doc is in a good spot jonathan drewan was playing on the top power play today as was christian devore I remember we used to talk about these guys as like viable players in fantasy. It's been a long time right now. Drewen had an assist today. Only eight assists in 24 games on the season and no goals. But uh, at least one today. And Dvorak, what's he been up to? 17 points in 40 games overall. Uh, he also had an assist today versus St. Louis. So there would be your guys you could target on Montreal. Uh, I think the Nashville guys are more interesting. And then I also said Winnipeg. Uh, so then there are some other teams that play four times, but, you know, they only have like one off day game. So a lot of like uh, basically Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, then either Monday or Sunday. So like the Monday ones, I guess, are nice because if you could get a Monday, Tuesday player, then you could always drop before like on Wednesday if you know you're not going to fit them in for Thursday, Saturday. So if you have an open spot on Tuesday, then the teams I would definitely target would be like Buffalo who play Monday, Tuesday or Seattle. And both of them are teams that have like have been scoring a lot of goals lately. Like Seattle today scored a ton of goals against the Ottawa Senators. What was the final in the end? Was it like eight to 
Yeah, eight to four. So the, the Kraken really exploded. Nice to see Andre Burakovsky having a good game again. It's been a while, uh, but he had a goal and two assists. And he also had an assist in his last game. So maybe he's breaking out of his funk. If he's been dropped in your league, I'd love to grab him for Monday, Tuesday. And then he might turn into a hold. Uh, then you've got like Bjorkstrand scored a goal. He might be available. Like Beneers had a goal and assist. Like he's probably not available. Jared McCann's still available in a lot of leagues. He doesn't get like great minutes, but he's been scoring pretty often. So I would take McCann. I would take Burakovsky over McCann but yeah there's a lot of, and then there's Daniel Sprung who keeps scoring even though he's on in the bottom six and doesn't play big minutes but I mean I, I think we might be at a point where if, like if Jared McCann is rostered then I feel like Daniel Sprung is like just as good right like they're playing similar minutes they're on different lines like McCann you know he's playing with Wenberg and Schwartz maybe like oh, a bit better than the line mates of Sprung with Tanev and Geeky but at some point, you just have to look at like five points in his last five games for Sprung. And so, yeah, I think that there's a lot of great options. I was also kind of into Ellie Tolvin, and he had a good start to his tenure in Seattle. No points today in eight goals, though, makes me a little bit sour on him. But I wouldn't be surprised if he scores a power play goal in his next game. He's a he's a really good shot. And then, yeah, even on defense, there's uh, some players on Seattle that are, are available in a lot of leagues. Like Justin Schultz is only rostered in 14% of leagues. Uh, Vince Dunn is only rostered in 59% of leagues. If you're in a really shallow league, Dunn had himself a nice game today. One goal and one assist. And he also had a goal and two assists versus Toronto. So Dunn is kind of heating up. Um, He also had two assists versus the Islanders at the start of the year. So if he's available. And then Adam Larson also keeps getting points. It looks like today he had another assist. In the last game versus Toronto, he finally went pointless for the first time in like a really long time. Before that, he hadn't had a game without a point since December 15th. And he's obviously also great for the peripherals, including shots on goal. So Larson is interesting. And then, yeah, you could even get like a Justin Schultz. So there's like a lot of good guys. Basically, in conclusion, like Yanni Gourd is out there. I haven't mentioned him. Jaden Schwartz uh, uh, usually has been quiet, but lately, like he's on a three-game point streak. So definitely take a look at a seattle guy and you could stream him for monday tuesday as far as which one to get like i said like i'd like burakovsky he's rostered in 38 percent of leagues so if he's taken then i don't know i have to throw out a pick eberly he's only 17 percent rostered so i guess like one of them but yeah there's a lot of options that could do something uh okay and then i guess oh and buffalo i was gonna say also has a monday tuesday schedule and so if you look at buffalo you're obviously not going to get anyone on that top line for streaming and you're probably not going to get someone on the top power play which means dylan cousins if cousins is out there for you then definitely grab him he just had a big game today one goal one assist versus minnesota aside from that middle stat i guess right like, I, I think we got to say Casey Middlestad. Or, I mean, you could say Kyle Ocposo, who had a hat trick like a million years ago now, but uh, hasn't done anything since. So, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I, I think Casey Middlestad is kind of interesting here. So, he had three assists today versus Minnesota. He also had an assist in the game versus Washington previously. So, um, if you just take a look at the line combinations on the Sabres, Middlestad's been playing with Olafson and Tyson Joes. It's not that exciting. But really, like, what would be exciting? I guess the Cousins, Paterka, Jack Quinn line was exciting for a while. But Paterka and Quinn have been pretty quiet. And, yeah, the top power play, like I said, is kind of spoken for. So it's not like there's super exciting options. But I think Casey Middlestad would be the guy from Buffalo that I'd be interested in now after his three assists versus Minnesota. I'm just realizing now I've said the word interesting a lot. I don't know why. <laughs> but, by the way, is anyone else surprised at Owen Power has so few points this season like considering he's playing on a team that scores so many goals he's playing like really big minutes i I would have thought that he could have even lucked into more points especially since he's like such a talented player he does actually have an assist in each of his last couple games so i wonder if that is the start of something so like i don't know like 
Power versus Kalen Addison would actually be a pretty interesting discussion. Two guys who have been pretty quiet, even though you would have expected more based on their position in the lineup. I would probably pick Addison just because he's on that top power play. But Owen Power is a first overall pick, and he's playing on a team that scores a lot of goals. So I wonder if it's just a matter of, like, maybe they're just happy with what he's doing and nothing's going to change. But I could see him, like, getting a few more points in the second half. Maybe I should get Brian to do an analysis on, like, if he just has a really low IPP or has had bad luck because he's on the ice for a lot of goals. You'd imagine because he's playing, like, over 20 minutes a game and Buffalo scores a lot uh okay so what else should i look at in the schedule for next week i mentioned philly right you definitely so th- they don't play four times I, i've been talking now about only teams that play four times there's a lot of teams that play only three times but two off day games which might be better than some of these teams that play four times and philly is the most exciting because they go monday wednesday uh versus buffalo and you know teams tend to score a decent number of goals versus buffalo as we saw today and then washington twice uh which isn't the worst and then like i said five games next week so i mentioned a bunch of philly guys before that you could stream for sunday they would att- they'd be a team I would definitely try to target for next week if I have an open spot. Other teams that have two light days include the Sharks, who go Tuesday and then Wednesday, Friday. Uh, also, the LA Kings go Monday, Wednesday. So that's another team where you can stream in someone to start the week and then move on after that. If you're looking at someone from San Jose to get those two off-day games... I'm going to keep uh, banging the Barabanov train. I don't know why he doesn't go higher in terms of his percent rostered on Yahoo. But I mean, at this point, just grab him. Like, you don't have to pay attention to what everyone else is doing. He's only 6% rostered. But he had yet another assist in this game today versus Boston, which now is 4-2 to two for the Bruins. That's uh, four games in a row now that Barabanov has gotten a point. He's on the top power play. He's doing well. So yeah, if he's available, and now that San Jose has a decent schedule next week, like you can get Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and then potentially drop him for someone who plays on the weekend that plays like a Saturday, Sunday. You can get five games out of him. So that wouldn't be too bad if you have room on the Tuesday day and then i also mentioned la as a team that has those off day games including like the monday wednesday and la's got a lot of good options yeah this is a good week for streaming actually you're probably uh, have have a lot to choose from here so you don't have to like wake up maybe at 3 a.m on monday morning to make sure you get your choice because on la like you know gabe velarde's only rostered 27 percent of leagues he has three assists today in this game over uh, versus vegas and that game's not even over yet uh, aya follows only seven percent rostered he's like burned me a bunch of times but He's always a risk of getting some points. Uh, Quinton Byfield's been playing on the top line with Kopitar. At least he was going into today. I, I guess I could even check the, the current lines as as we speak here. Um, LA's been going, yeah, Kopitar, Campe, and Byfield. Yeah, then Dino, Arvidsson, and Ayafalo, and then Fiala with Lazat and Velarde. So I guess that's helping Velarde to get those points playing with the Kevin Fiala, and then Blake Lazat, if you want a really deep cut there. He's on a good line, and he has two assists today. Yeah, in this game versus Vegas. Okay, that must mean Kevin Fiala <laughs> is doing well. Let me actually bring up this box score because I was just kind of looking at specific players here. But yeah, it's 5-1 LA over Vegas. And yeah, Kevin Fiala has a hat trick. So there you go. And his line mates, uh, Lazat and Velarde, are, are cashing in. Uh, so you can grab one of them. Or you can grab someone from that Deneau, Arvidsson, and Ayafalo line, which is pretty solid. And they're like available in a lot of leagues. And then, like I said, or you could just go for the top line, Quinton Byfield, who's the high pedigree guy. But, you know, it hasn't gotten too many points compared to some of these others. And then the top power play, I should mention, Velarde's also there with Kopitar, Fiala, Campe, and Drew Doughty. Uh, so those are your streaming options. I guess maybe I could quickly mention who has bad schedules next week. Actually, yeah, let me end with that. Who plays only two times? So Anaheim, but like I said, they're on two off-day games. Uh, Boston, that's a bad schedule. Thursday, Saturday. So if you have Pavel Zaka, because you streamed him before, like especially now, like not only is he cold, but now he has a terrible schedule next week. So you're definitely not going to be holding him. I would be holding Taylor Hall. 
uh, even though he was cold. But now with this injury, he's back like in a good lot, in a good spot in the top six on top power play. So yeah, you hold on to Taylor Hall. Chicago only goes Thursday, Saturday. There's no reason to hold anyone on Chicago except like maybe Seth Jones. And you, you just have Patrick Kane. Hopefully, actually, it's not that bad luck, right? To have Patrick Kane, if he's injured still and doesn't play on Sunday, then now you can sit and not play all the way till Thursday and you get to keep him in your IR versus having to uh, have him waste a spot with no games. So that's actually not such a bad luck there uh, if you have Chicago people, specifically Kane or Seth. Well, okay. Anyway, and then uh, Vegas only plays Thursday, Saturday. So there might be some interesting decisions that you'll want to make. Oh, I said interesting again. Okay, next week, the challenge is to not say that word. Uh, But Vegas, let me try to think of who are some people that you maybe want to consider letting go of, even though they're good. Like, who's a tough call here? I guess, like, the toughest call would be, like, a Michael Amadio, right? Because he was doing so well on the top line. He's not doing anything today in this uh, game versus LA. Actually, let me check if Vegas, they've probably, like, shifted around their lines, I'd imagine, with this bad loss. Um, so, but yes, yeah, Stone, Stevenson, and Amadio uh, have been sticking together, and then Marsha, so Riley Smith and Eichel. But no, I do see there's some been some changing around here. Carlson, Smith, and Kessel a little bit. And anyway, Amadio is probably someone that's been really good for you, and now you could maybe drop if you're not even going to fit him in for any games next week. So I guess he's the like tough call. Maybe like a William Carlson also, who maybe you've held all season, and every time you think of dropping, and he picks up an assist. But he's going to be a tough hold for next week. Uh, obviously, you're going to be holding on to like Stevenson and Marcia So and, and probably even Riley Smith, who's been pretty good. Five shots today, though nothing has gone in. Uh, okay. Uh, Alec Martinez is back, by the way. That's more of a... I don't even know if this is relevant anymore. He's really great for blocks generally. Uh, but... Uh, He's not someone that you're going to stream, especially with a bad schedule next week. So uh, I don't know why I ended this show. The, the inaugural episode of the Matchup Maximizer ends with a random shout out to Alec Martinez. Wow, I've been recording for a while. This has been a long show. I hope people like it, though, and I hope you like the concept. I'm ready for some feedback here. If you're a patron of Keeping Carlson, I'll make a channel for this show that I made and for any future ones. And I'd love to get your feedback on like, you know, I'll do anything, right? We we have this open slot now with Stream Scheme on hiatus. And so I'm, I was just kind of thinking, you know, look at Sunday, look at next week, you know, get a sense of the schedule. That's how you could be successful in your uh, head-to-head weekly matchup leagues. So I think it was important that we have a show on the docket that talks about the schedule. Uh, so yeah, let me know what you think. So tweet at us at Keeping Carlson. Let me know on the Discord. You can become a patron of Keeping Carlson. Help support shows like this by going to keepingcarlson.com slash patron, and that'll get you access to our Discord and a bunch of other perks. And also just like helps support a show that hopefully you like. Um, so with that, I don't have like a sign-off phrase. I'll have to come up with one if I keep doing this. Um, so for now, I'll just say thanks for listening and stay tuned to the Keeping Carlson Mega Show with myself and Brian that will be recording in less than 24 hours from now and will be available to you on Monday morning. So thanks for listening and good luck next week, everybody.